1: Ready?
2: Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch sitting on the porch here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardie Road and watching all the people uh, that are out here shopping and riding the train. You'll hear it go by in just a second. I'll turn up the mic so you can hear it. That's it. (laughs) Uh, there you go. <laughs> All you hear is Roger.
3: <laughs> you can kind of hear the bell too. Turn my earphone down a little. Oh, bit. down a little bit? Yeah. Right, hang on. I usually can't hear, but uh, you're blasting my
2: eardrums right oh, here. Okay. There you go. That better? All right. Well, there you go. Uh, we've got folks at the pumpkin patch, and it was funny. It's funny lots, to watch the families. What's that? Lots of photographs. Yeah. yeah. where well, there's a, a, a little nice line for the people taking the, uh, uh-huh. the photographs and stuff.
3: I've noticed a high correlation between the pumpkins that people buy. Yes. If the families buy a medium-sized to large pumpkin, the parents care. Okay. If they, if they take one of the little pumpkins, the children, kids care. Well, I would, yes. <laughs> So uh, they've got them both, white and uh, uh, yellow or orange. Uh
2: pumpkins little little pumpkins i was eavesdropping on one family and the Uh the the little girl the father had picked out a pumpkin (laughs) and it was sort of clear the little girl one was going to give her approval or not and two one of the little pumpkins because the conversation (laughs) went is that our big pumpkin is that our big pumpkin? Well, I guess that's okay. Yeah, okay. Look at the little pumpkins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she was working the room.
3: Yeah, they got lots of little pumpkins. And the neat thing about it is, uh, Kevin and I were talking a couple of weeks ago that uh, if you go ahead and paint a face on there, yeah, uh, you can paint a scary face on it if you want to. Without cutting it, the pumpkin will last a lot longer. Yeah.
4: And you can and you can paint more than one face on there too. Uh, If it, uh, you got a little store of pumpkins. If you get nephews or nieces to visit visit, or or cousins, pumpkin family. Yeah, you can uh, (laughs) paint on the other side or get get them out. It keeps everybody occupied.
2: Very cool. Well, come on out to Millburgers today and enjoy the Sunday. It's uh, overcast. It's cool. Perfect. Uh, it's a little breezy and uh well the breeze may be the fan behind me, but it is very comfortable out there. Oh yeah. So uh, come on you out. You got both uh fans running. And I here. do, I don't take any chances. <laughs> but yeah, we got the maze, the moon bounce, the terror train, and we'll tell you more about a lot of the activities. Next weekend's the big celebration, let's tell you now. Uh and throughout <laughs> the show. We've all uh, kinds of fun. And uh Milton and looked at the weather forecast. It's supposed to be nice next week. It's supposed week. to be sunny with a high near 70. All so right. A high in the low 70s. I might next have to Saturday. wear
3: my little light
2: coat again. Yeah, but if it's going to be sunny, that's going to be perfect. So oh, yeah. Cool temperature. We're going to have a lot of fun and eat a lot of good food. Yeah, so, okay, we got Halloween treat bags for the kids. This is Saturday and Sunday. For kids who come in costume while supplies last, the terror train will be rolling. Uh, We've got roasted corn and virgin margaritas for a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank. The pumpkin patch with a wonderful opportunity for pictures with kids or for you to get your pumpkins. Face painting Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3 for a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank. We've got uh, the uh, hot dog chip and drink by Nature's Creation. Uh, That's also for a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank. So, and then the, the, the contest where you can actually win prizes too, the employees will be dressed up for the uh, thing, and then you vote, and then one of the people that votes will win a $100 gift certificate to Millburgers, so they'll draw your name out of that, so... It pays to vote, but you don't want to vote for Roger, right? Sure, you want to vote for Roger. <laughs>
3: you think Roger? He's won, won the last five years it's, in a row because he
2: puts a lot of work into it. Don't don't okay. try. He puts a lot of work into it. He's a show, bit of a bully. Come on, your Why do you say that? <laughs> I've never seen Roger bully anybody for a vote. He just—he just, he just kind of—he's already started bullying people. That, for that salesperson and Roger comes out. He's uh, assertive. He just—he encourages them, huh? Very much so. Who are you voting for? Ah, no, 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 no. Come <laughs> on, Let me show my costume. Okay, look at this.
3: The, 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 didn't we? Didn't you announce that
2: they were going to have a a pumpkin painting? It sold content? out. It's uh, it's full. What? The pumpkin painting class is full. <laughs> it's sold out, except it's free. Well, so it's full. Full. <laughs> yeah, it's full. Yeah, the kids' pumpkin. So when you hear us mention the kids' classes, those fill up really quickly. So we, we generally start talking about them about a month in advance. So yeah, I you, thought I remembered that. You want to go ahead and uh, you can put your name on the list in case people can have, drop out or you can come on by and... Uh, and visit. And, and have, it, offici- have this hang dog look. And- yeah, there you go. When yeah. is it, next week? Next Saturday. It's going to be with all the festivities. Yeah, with all the festivities. Also, at the same time, is Milberger's Quarterly Blood Drive from 10 to 2.30. Uh, Mill Burgers will give you a ten dollar gift certificate just for going through the process. So even if you get rejected, you'll still get the gift certificate. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has a nice prize for you too: free movie ticket, as well. And I encourage you to go to uh, the South Texas Blood and Tissue website uh, and uh, make your reservations. Just pick a time you know you're going to be there, and that gets you right in. So uh, yeah, so you can. I can go. I, in fact, I can go online and tell you what times they're open now, if you like. <laughs>
3: You mean you mean to make reservations? Uh huh. Okay.
4: Well, I get to, You want to get here on time though, too. Don't wait too too late. I think there'll be plenty of parking. But uh, yeah.
3: in the back, yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll have to park up on the hill,
2: Calvin. And while, I
3: think I'll walk, uh, i walk. daily walk down
2: the hill. Yeah, you get and your back up the hill. Get those Fitbit steps in.
4: <laughs> I uh. Yeah, if you get here if you get here plenty early, you get a good spot. Yeah. I generally we yeah, we we'll park in that same spot all the time. Yeah. Except the the blood mobiles will be there. Yeah, right. And they uh they bring a, a lot of equipment, a lot of staff. So if you come to give blood, they're going to find a way to get you in there in and, and a minimal amount of your time too. So
3: Yeah, I think they've uh they bring three traders. You know that At least one time they've they been in the past, yeah and uh so there's uh, such a good response out here so it's, it's great uh, if break you three.
4: it's great if you break the reservation but if you're just out and out and about shopping or get the in the mood to come and uh, celebrate the halloween and then get here uh, you can also get in there and give your blood too so
3: look this girl's bringing us uh satsumas already ripe even oh. though they're not deep orange they're they're ready what variety is that?
5: It's my Okitsu.
3: Okitsu, okitsu my that's favorite. A
5: well, you know, some of them are riper than others, but they're really very sweet right now. Oh, yeah. I've been picking.
3: This is October, middle of October. That's, and uh, That's
5: when they ripen, when I yeah, bought it. Yeah. yeah. But you have one, don't you, Okitsu?
3: I, I have a Sito. Which is my favorite. And, uh, I, I think I, I have a like old kitsu, too.
5: Cause you brought it like in December. Right, yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, You're I didn't wait that long.
3: <laughs> I left, uh, I, I leave them on to the last possible.
4: They talk minute. and talk and then some yeah. of us <laughs> just eat. Yeah, these. you do. Yeah. But the, 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 uh, if well,
2: you got a good. lot
3: on the tree. It smells good. Uh, and they they haven't turned uh, the deep orange yet.
5: Oh, I couldn't wait.
3: You can st- take them.
5: I started taking them. All my all the ones on the outside are dry, on my tree. Yeah. Because of
3: the sun, well, I
5: guess. Yeah.
3: Well, wow. we we but, we we it's were pretty guilty. challenging.
4: Yeah, though. we were guilty of drying our trees down. Well, we get we've gotten a relatively large number of calls too of people that are
1: well, They that get a thick well, small
4: yeah. small fruit. There hasn't been a lot of mention of dry, but but there's been small fruit.
3: Yeah, Yeah. and that's what happens when you overfruit your tree. And also when you overfruit your tree, you don't send them out. Uh, There'll be alternate bearers. In other words, they'll bear every other year.
5: Well, my tree is so contrary to your statement, it's not funny. Good. That's yeah, totally contrary. Good. I water the heck out of it. The outside fruit are dry. All right? <laughs> yeah. All of them get sunburnt spots on them. Yeah. And then the inside ones that I let get really, really too much mm-hmm. are the juiciest, best ones.
3: Yeah, right. And
5: thinner skin. So,
3: well, thanks for sharing. Yeah. Yes.
5: And it, pretty much because of why uh, have I you got a lot? It's every other year I get them because of that. But <laughs> have,
3: it's you got, have you got a lot of fruit on the tree I, this year?
5: Maybe three hundred, better. Oh really? wow, that's,
3: that's plenty.
5: And it's a, it's about a twelve to thirteen feet.
3: Okay, that's good. Yeah. It'll it'll bear next year too. I hope so. Yeah.
5: Yeah. And the right time to trim it is.
3: Uh, uh February. January? February. Yeah, February, March.
5: Okay, so give it a haircut then.
4: Yeah, you don't that's have to good. though. You don't have to. Uh. Well, a, lot of, a lot of people yeah, don't I mean, even, don't cut on citrus.
5: Involved.
4: It's not like a peach, right?
5: <laughs> I have some power lines involved, so yeah, maybe, oh. yeah. <laughs> okay, <well. laughs> All right. thank you. Well, thanks. Thank you. That was a nice gift. Yeah, I'm glad you like
2: it. Okay. Calvin, you want to? <laughs> 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 I can't. My mouth is full. <laughs> okay. It's okay. wonderful, yeah. Is it sweet?
4: Was it sweet? It's got a little tang to it, but yeah. it's, very, it's wow. sweet.
3: That's right.
2: the way you like it, isn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Cool. It's great. <laughs> well, thank you, Mary. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Speaking of sweet. Yeah. Speaking of sweet.
3: Yesterday we were talking about uh, how to prevent squirrel damage on your pecans, and I indicated uh, that I would uh, put on plantanswers.com the... uh, Recipes for squirrel.
4: Yeah.
3: And uh, sweet squirrel. Yeah, sweet squirrel. And uh, the uh, uh, my webmaster worked hard all last night, and has now got it on the front page of plantanswers.com. Recipes for eating acorns and acorn eaters. Very clever. And so. And i was looking through the it's been a while since I looked at this uh I opened it in uh how to harvest and ab- the abundance uh acorn crop so a lot of people got acorns and they don't know what to do with them uh well they let the squirrels eat them and then eat the squirrels and there's uh a, a recipes in here and also how to uh, how to clean the squirrels and uh it may it makes one uh it makes one statement that I thought I would read to people. some people don't like to eat squirrel. I don't know why but squirrel uh, the the write up says squirrel is one of the most tender of all wild game meats. the rosy pink to the f- red flesh of young squirrel. Is tender and has a pleasing flavor. Uh, the flesh of older animals, or well, buck squirrels I call them, mm. uh, is darker red in color and may require marinating or long cooking for tenderness. <laughs> so, uh, talks about how to, how to prepare them and uh, everything else for your reading enjoyment. I also have some pictures, and uh, we have recipes for fried squirrel, squirrel fricassee, squirrel stew, which a lot of people grew up eating. Yeah. Uh, Brunswick stew. What stew? Brunswick. Uh, Brunswick. And there's a hundred year old Brunswick stew recipe on there.
2: Boiled squirrel. Yeah. I guess that
3: would make the meat tender.
2: I guess, but it sounds pretty boring. <laughs>
3: uh, bar, uh, and then, and then we also have some rabbit recipes. In there. And uh, I, I threw in some pictures. I threw in some pictures that I'd forgotten that I had. Like this little, this this little picture right there. Isn't that cute? The possum. That's a possum. you going. To, do you have possum recipes too? <laughs> And then my uh, the famous squirrel picture that I have on there, uh, that's a close-up of the possum, isn't it?
2: Okay.
3: Good-looking possum. <laughs> the famous uh, infamous squirrel picture is toward the front of the article. All right, now we're on the radio. (laughs) There it is. No. No,
4: This is a typical Jerry article. It's about eight pages long. How
3: many pages? Yeah. Uh, That's that's the one. Here's one of a squirrel in the pot, Milton, being cooked.
2: That's lovely. Anyway, but anyway, yes. so uh, so uh,
3: the, the and had my famous. So squirrel. tell us
2: how, how many hits do you he get my on my famous that? picture? Uh, that's lovely too. <laughs> how many squirrel? How many hits do you get on your squirrel recipes?
3: <laughs> oh, just just can't unbelievable.
2: Even, can't even begin to tell me. <laughs>
3: you can't even I can't even <laughs> count them to tell you. Three to four. So, so I <laughs> I promise I promise everybody that I would have it on plantanswers.com. And I'm working on yeah. getting the uh, the the show, the TV show I did, oh, a long time ago, uh, on uh, PlantAnswers.com. And then when I do, I'll put a link to it. Okay. All
2: right, two one zero three 210-308-8867. <laughs> do you want these
3: recipes?
4: No, nah, I'm
2: okay. I don't think. Do you think I'm Jerry know. will
4: get an Oscar? And oh, what what's the uh, Emmy? You know what what is the uh, the Internet. Uh, wa- uh,
2: oh, like a Webby? Yeah. I don't or, know what they're called.
4: No, the where the, the everybody is uh, ma- uh, doing their oh, it'll,
2: it'll go viral? Yeah. Uh,
4: <laughs> I
3: don't know. It might. And there's no season on squirrels. Okay. And there are plenty of them. There's plenty of them. And you can catch them all year long, but the, the meat is the best right now. Right. Oh, When the temperatures are cool, cool. Huh. All right. 210, thank you. You don't seem
4: real enthused, don't
3: you? I uh, just, you know. <laughs> I didn't mention how to get them out of the traps, Beth. No, Without don't, damaging don't, the weed. Don't, don't Me. mention
2: that again. That just, that's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> even though I don't like them, I don't want to picture them going through that. Uh, well. 210 308 8867 is our number. 210 308 8867. Speaking of pests. Spider-Man termite and pest control can help you get rid of things if the squirrels have come into your house. Uh, They can also help you get rid of roaches and spiders or ants. Ants are a big problem, and I think we're having uh, trouble with ants this season. Um, Lots of different
4: varieties of ants. Yeah, Yeah.
2: too. That's why you need someone who's certified and understands and can uh, identify the right ant, because an ant treated the wrong way doesn't die. So uh, you want to get rid of them. You want to make sure they understand. And you want to make sure they, Spider-Man, what they do is you want to make sure they they look at the whole picture. Where are they coming into the house? What are they feeding on? What is it that's making them more attractive? Because if you just spray, you'll kill them. And you'll feel glad for about two or three weeks. And then all of a sudden (laughs) you'll see them coming back. Because of that. the problem. Uh, the symptom, if you will, was fixed, but the uh, overall problem was not. So uh, that's what Spider-Man does: looks for those and tries to help you solve the entire problem. Give him a call and uh, learn more at Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one or go pest dot com. Go spidermanpest.com dot com.
4: You suppose we could get Spider-Man to deliver. Uh, squirrel recipes to. I, I was customers? just
3: getting ready to ask. Uh, yeah, you should call
4: Warren and see if he'll
3: deliver them to the... Now, I was going to ask you, when squ- tra- uh, Warren traps the squirrels. Do you want this? Or uh, whatever, to... whatever is in. <laughs> yeah. whatever's in the attic. Does he? Does he? Uh, how does he dispose of those? I
2: don't know. That's why. Right. Does he? Uh, One like
4: of the thing, The good things is uh, he doesn't tell you. No, I th- so. th- I th-
2: but I'm sure there's policy on how Will to. Will he that. give them to the homeowner? So uh, they can use them? I have no idea. If, they, uh, if they want to, I'm sure. I don't is. know. All right. Do <laughs> you want your roaches back?
3: Uh, <laughs> My roaches right. are kind of disappearing. I've got young roaches. Oh. But the big, big, big,
2: beautiful beautiful roaches have kind of uh, gone away for some reason. I don't know. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. 8867 and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. More of Milburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Come by and visit with us. Lots of folks here having a good time. And uh, ask your gardening question in person. Now, we still have to see those persimmons. Um, That guy was going to bring by. So I think that was, I forgot his name. I think it was John. But anyway, (laughs) all right, back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milburger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And if you've been at Milburgers these past few weekends, you've seen all the fun that people are having. They're going through the maze. They're jumping on the moon bounce. They're going into the boutique to get unique Halloween items. They're riding the terror train with the kids. They're taking pictures with the entire family, including the dogs, at Millburgers' photo set up by the pumpkin patch. Well, I want you to mark your calendars because October 26th and 27th is Milburger's big Halloween weekend celebration, starting off with a blood drive that Saturday from 10 until 2.30. Here's my suggestion. Go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website and make your reservation so you get in quicker and you're guaranteed a space. But come on out and give blood to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and then your neighbors. And both days that weekend, the twenty-sixth and twenty-seventh, enjoy all kinds of fun, including face painting, a balloon artist, roasted corn, virgin margaritas, Halloween treat bags, terror trains, and much, much more at Millburger's Landscape Nursery 1604 on Boulevard. Jesus
1: don't the rain
2: Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, the answer, 210-308-8867. Delb is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Delb, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on?
6: Well, I am so excited to hear that Jerry's made sure that there are plenty of good squirrel recipes. And did I hear right that he's got a, uh, some possum recipes on there, too?
4: Possums? you just got a picture of an opossum?
3: Yeah, I got a picture of the possum. At that at that particular location, I don't I don't I don't think I have a possum recipe on there. But uh, my in in my mother's recipes that I put on the uh, plantanswers.com, she talks about how to prepare. how to prepare uh, possums and things for uh, for cooking.
4: Well, but I wouldn't have any trouble. I've eaten a lot of squirrels, but I, I think I would have a little trouble getting possum down.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, don't knock well, it if, if well, you well, haven't tried it, Calvin.
4: I don't know. I may <laughs> have tried it, but I don't remember ever trying it. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, I just remember they look so unappetizing when they're alive. Yeah. But,
3: well, the the important thing to remember that when eating possum, and th- this is a good tip now that uh, we're closing in on Thanksgiving. Uh, if you if you want to eat the possum, you you ta- you trap it, and then you feed it, feed it corn or something like that, so that you know what it's been eating. You know, a possum is a scavenger. Yeah. yeah. So if you just eat it out of the wild, you don't know what it's been eating.
4: Can you imagine if you had a, a possum in a in a cage with your dogs?
3: <laughs> oh, uh, there like, we go. Guys. Oh, man.
4: I mean, they bark a lot to begin with. <laughs> they would be going nuts.
3: Possums back in the Depression days were known as Hoover hogs because uh, yep. uh, they, they ate them instead of, uh, you know, they were hungry for any kind of meat. So they would keep them up and feed them like all.
2: So, Dale, are going to?
4: Thanks for bringing this well, up, Dale.
6: Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the guy that just brings up all kinds of.
2: Uh, yeah, I want to know tasteful. if you're just causing oh, trouble or you're <laughs> you're really looking for a possum recipe. Do you have possums you want to cook?
6: Well, <clears throat> well, let's put it this way. I cooked. One postum. One time, I made postum stroganoff. It was delicious and wonderful, and oh, wow. all all of the people that ate it, except for me and one other guy, had no idea what they were eating. But uh, hmm. it was delicious and wonderful, and people were asking for seconds and thirds until
4: there I you read. go. So, See there. Okay. Was this during it was the Depression, enough. Del? No. Uh. <laughs>
6: I, I was not going through a depressing time myself. I was very happy to be there. I just always wanted to try a possum because, you know, they're all the time talking about that on the Beverly Hillbillies. When I was a little kid, I thought, oh, dang, possums must be great. So I did it one <laughs> time. But what there I really wanted to you about was... On well, I guess they're
4: Earth. eating bugs. we got the extension service bug, <laughs> yeah. bug classes now.
6: Oh, my goodness, there goes the train. But uh, what I want to ask you about is on Plant Answers, you have some armadillo recipes on there. Those really ought to be what was called Hoover Hogs because armadillo and pork is so much alike as far as the meat. That's true.
3: Hmm. You have recipes for armadillo? On no, your- I don't have armadillo recipes. well,
2: just, well you you just proud of your you're just a one.
3: <laughs> I've eaten them. The uh, one trip. I've, I've eaten them before. Okay. Uh, beautiful white meat. Yeah. Huh. And easy to easy to clean. Uh, They're call wonderful. They're like
6: can I sh- yeah. I scoop them out of there.
3: Yeah, we call, we call them possum on the half shell, Milton. I can use armadillo.
6: Thanks, Del. <laughs> when, I was, when I was in college at a and I, uh, I ended up bringing home an armadillo that had somehow had a, a ballistic accident in his head and brought that home at, after I'd skinned it out and had it soaking in some salt water. And uh, my my roommates said, what in the world is that, Del? You're all the time bringing home weird stuff. I said, oh, is a baby pig. And we got baby pig. That is the best stuff ever. Cooked that up, they ate that down like they were really (laughs) enthusiastic about it. That's uh, a beautiful white meat. Yeah, and they said, Well, that's so good. You think you can get some more of those? And I said, I might be able to.
4: Just cruise the roads.
6: <laughs> yeah. It's a lot better than when I brought them home, Rocky Mountain Oysters and the other stuff. But anyhow.
3: Yeah. There
2: you go. Yeah. Thank you, Delb. Okay. You that's take care. All right. That's good Thanks. information. All right. All, right. all right. 210-308-8867. Can
4: you uh, get a separate line if Delb calls you? Yeah. Just me. We're
2: just going to forward all the uh, eat, <laughs> all the eating questions of animals and road kills. well at least arma-
4: armadillos and uh, possums at least them yeah
2: you know tennessee has a
3: roadkill law yeah they eat anything that kills on the road okay so uh, and they've got roadkill cookbooks
2: huh yeah I think we saw one of those. <laughs> I think we interviewed the author about that. That was a long time ago. Yeah, though. it's in uh, uh, Cracker Barrels.
3: Okay. Had, I think they have it in Cracker Barrels.
2: All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. All right, what else you got over there?
3: Okay, the uh, uh, somebody, somebody wrote in and said, uh, what are these obnoxious bushes? I keep cutting them down for my parents, but every time I come to visit, they have regrown. Hackberries. <laughs> what can I do to rid, get rid of them? And uh, Niels Perry answers, you don't have bushes, you have
2: trees. Oh, yeah, this is the...
3: A, uh, vigorous, even invasive native te- Texas trees known as hackberries. And then there goes into the into the uh, treatment that he recommends, but of course we recommend wait a minute. Yeah, we recommend cutting them off and uh treating them with our uh cut vine and stump killer.
4: Mhm. Which is very easy, it's a little there's a yeah, little you brush. Just paint it An inexpensive uh bottle of uh herbicide and and uh, the old-fashioned way to do it was the way Neil talks about drilling holes and uh, pouring broadleaf weed yeah. killer in there. Gosh, if you had to do that every hackberry, <laughs> you would wait until they were uh, two-inch diameter. But,
3: but with this in mind, we uh, learned to recognize uh, the hackberry uh, seedling uh, and don't. A lot of times you don't want to treat every sprout that comes up because uh, some of our oak trees have sprouts, and you don't want to treat them with uh, oh, no. weed killer. Had a question as far as I've answered uh, on PlantAnswers.com said uh, I've heard I've heard that uh, that there is a formula: orange oil and vinegar, I believe. That will kill oak oak tree suckers without harming the tree.
2: Okay, how did for this,
3: this would be a, a tremendous. This would be tremendous if true. Uh, forest answers. This is one of those. If it sounds too good to be true, claims it probably is. Okay. At, wow. at best, it may burn the leaves from the sprouts. But certainly would not kill them, yeah, and not hurt the tree. Yeah,
4: it wouldn't hurt the mother tree. I wonder if it even burned the leaves off. Think of those waxy, yeah, uh, live oak leaves are pretty hard to penetrate.
3: The best way to do is just uh, I mow them down. That's
4: what I do too.
3: And uh, (laughs) they're tough to walk on barefooted, but uh, they're 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 funny when you mow them down uh they send out uh, leaves and uh, shoots from the bottom of uh, below where they're cut and uh, that adds to your to your grass. It look it looks like grass out there.
1: yeah or, or, like or, it, or it's if it's gra- in the ground cover color, yeah.
3: yeah And so uh, and I also mix them with uh, Asian Jasmine and they they look a lot like yeah. Asian Jasmine leaves. Uh, The bottom line is there's nothing you can kill them with to get rid of them. That isn't... The oak sprout.
4: Yeah, that isn't... uh, It's either ineffective or is it questionable in terms of the health of the mother tree.
3: Right. Absolutely.
4: Now, I I generally don't worry about uh, oak um, seedlings. If they're on the fence line or if they're... If they're uh, oh, like they've got that rose bed, if they uh, oak seedling appears in there, I just treat it like a hackberry or a mulberry or, uh, because I don't. It's, it's generally not off of a root system yeah. of one of the mother trees. Now, the, the one the ones that come out right at the base of your big oak tree, those are the ones you want to worry about. Yeah,
3: I don't have a lot of oak tree seedling. I have some. Yeah. But uh, nothing like hackberry. If
4: you got Texas red oak, you you'd get more than live oak. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, gosh, the Texas red oak. Uh, I don't know if this is a universal thing, but I've never seen so many acorns. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they're just. You talk about uh, uh, osmocote, you yeah. know, as a ground cover. Well, there's acorns as a ground cover. Under a couple of my red oak trees. Yeah. And of course, the acorns are a little bigger on the red oaks, and they're rounder than than on the live oaks. And we got acorn recipes
3: on plantasters.com.
2: There you go. Yeah, (laughs) poor neighbor has had a beautiful white driveway. Uh Oh. Yeah, but has an oak tree that covers it, and now it just has all these brown marks on it where. Yeah, tannins. Yeah.
4: Uh, Actually, but they generally there's no meat left there, Arthur.
2: No, it's just all.
4: Yeah, because I, I can see that where the where the birds and squirrels yeah. and everything else pick up all that meat, especially when the cars drive
2: over. Yeah, I'm sure that's what caused. But the, you
4: can see the little shadow of the, yeah. the cannon stains.
2: Yeah, but they don't stay long. So the stuff that you killed with your cut vine and stump killer. What do you do after that, or is is it just you just? It is, it's
3: just it's cut off close to the ground. Okay. And uh, it, it it dies and right. uh, doesn't come back from the roots, and eventually the roots will uh, rot off, rot off or, or, or die down. Okay. And you can just break them off. Okay. You
2: don't have to pull the pull the seedling out. All right. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, I didn't know if you pulled the root up once it was dead. No, Uh, no. It just goes away? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay, cool. And it doesn't put out foliage, so it's not bothering you anymore. And uh, the neat thing about this, it's so selective. uh, I actually helped my neighbors out with their hackberry seedlings in the fence line. You know, oh. if it's across the fence. Yeah. And uh, everybody leaves them. And uh, so <laughs> so I just reach across the fence and uh, help them out with it. Are you
2: sure they didn't want the hackberries? No. Nah, well, they don't know a hackberry from a oh, okay. persimmon. All right. 210
4: You know, this is uh, uh, the... This works really well, but uh, with hackberries, this is not a permanent. You know, y- you'll have some new seedlings. Oh yeah. Uh, a year from now, or. Oh yeah. So. I think
2: we have some legustrum that. Oh has gosh. Kind yeah. of come up in a place that we don't want.
4: Yeah. Well, the legustrum, lig- if you catch that early, you can. Yeah. They're pretty easy to yank. But oh
2: really? Wow. But those legustrums, they get big, don't they? Yeah, they do. That was it. Huge. Was it was put in as a screen. It's. <laughs>
4: I got
3: I got uh, I got some next door next neighbor next yeah. door neighbor and uh, they dropped seed just like the hackberry does yeah and uh, they were encroaching in my on my property and uh, several of them got away from me and, and had uh, inch diameter trunks on them yeah it didn't take much so. and so I I cut them I I, I used the treatment on them, cut vine and stump killer, and uh, got rid of them in my landscape.
2: Now, now, would you actually have to? I don't know why you wouldn't, but do you have to cut them close to the ground, or can you cut them in half and you, use the cut you, vine and stump killer? You kill? can cut them in
4: half, but it's it can be a problem in cutting them in half too. If you're trying to run a lawnmower close, or yeah. if you're uh, on sh- if you're old and unsure of your feet, and you got that stump sticking up, um, you know, people. Uh, Generally, the uh, uh, people that are watching out for us, old people, say don't <laughs> yeah, don't leave anything that's going to be yeah, more more likely to trip you. But uh, yeah. it does; it comes back to haunt you if you don't cut it. Sometimes you'll uh, because it's so thick, you'll just cut it higher, and then later when the thing thins out, like right now. Uh, fence lines are pretty thinned out, then you can recut it again to get that okay. stub out of there.
2: Alright, 210 308 210 308 Let me take a second. If you're out there, uh, maybe you're in the house or you're driving home and you're anticipating on a nice overcast day to sit out on the deck and enjoy some barbecue or just a, a glass of tea and enjoy your garden. If your deck doesn't look as good as it used to, if it doesn't look like new, but you're thinking, well, there's nothing you can do, this is just part of what happens. And i got to turn you on to deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com by Barry Hagendorf. Uh, go to the website, and you'll see before and after pictures. And I've seen on that before picture, I've seen decks that look that way. They're brown. Actually, they're sort of brownish-black, and they just <laughs> the wood looks just uh and moldy and yuck. And then you look at the after picture, and the deck looks like new again. Barry does a great job. He's been doing this since 1985. Uh, he loves this stuff. He is what I call a uh, deck geek or a deck nerd, and he loves this stuff. Loves talking about stain, loves talking about all the things that he can do to help you. So uh, that you've got the deck and patio that doesn't look new, and you want it to. This is the time to call them. Plus, it'll help you to uh, preserve the life of the deck and patio. So, deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com, or call them at 210 822 9147. That's Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, right here from Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick, back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And if you've been at Millburgers these past few weekends, you've seen all the fun that people are having. They're going through the maze. They're jumping on the moon bounce. They're going into the boutique to get unique Halloween items. They're riding the terror train with the kids. They're taking pictures with the entire family, including the dogs, at Milburgers photo set up by the pumpkin patch. Well, I want you to mark your calendars because October 26th and 27th is Milburger's big Halloween weekend celebration, starting off with a blood drive that Saturday from 10 until 2.30. Here's my suggestion. Go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website and make your reservation so you get in quicker and you're guaranteed a space. But come on out and give blood to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and then your neighbors. And both days that weekend, the 26th and 27th, enjoy all kinds of fun, including face painting, a balloon artist, roasted corn, virgin margaritas, Halloween treat bags, terror trains, and much, much more at Milberger's Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. Uh, you were talking about what's going on next week. We talked about what was happening Saturday and Sunday here at the nursery. But tomorrow. Tomorrow. The gardening volunteers have their gardening essentials class. We can Yeah, talk they a little got little. two good speakers.
3: Yep. Begins at uh, noon. And, at, and it goes to about 3 o'clock, 3 or 3.30. And uh, the first speaker is going to be uh, Donald W. Tuff, a Ph.D., retired professor of biology from the Department of Biology at Texas State University. And uh, he's going to be talking about native plants and pollinators. So that ought to be uh, interesting. They said he's uh, recently become interested in our native bees, the flowers they, po- the flowers they pollinate, and the thre- uh, threats to their survival. Maybe he'll know something about this uh, bee, d- bee dis- disappearance that uh, yeah. everybody's seeing. Uh, I think I think they've, uh, of course, everybody wanted to blame it on. Pesticides for uh, when it first happened, but uh, they pretty well defunct that uh, idea. Is
4: well that, they, that may be a element. Yeah, but, they have, uh, It's one of the list. But I, I always think it's ironic that the European honeybees are yeah. that everybody talks about are are exotic. They're not native. <laughs> <laughs> we suddenly have uh, uh, yeah uh, adopted them as you know, <laughs> if we if we like exotic. Uh, plants and insects. Then we. Then they become have a different status than if we yeah. do like
3: them. Uh, they they're they've crossed them with the Africanized bees,
4: who are they're also a lot
3: of the tough ones.
4: Yeah, who are also exotic.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, so <laughs> uh, they uh, they may be overcoming it a little bit. I hadn't, I hadn't heard an update on that. I was, I was at the uh, herb market yesterday. Yeah, you. and kind I of, uh, thinking about you. Oh, wow. They were selling uh, uh, honey. Oh, local honey. Oh, yeah.
2: It looked pretty too. Would you know the brand <laughs> or what the name of the? No, company? I never or... had heard of the name of the. This is right. a small bunch. All right. Well, if you remember it, if you were out there, you could call <laughs> and tell me. I'm trying to find local honey.
4: Well, I think the. Uh... The pearl every weekend has got booze out there. Yeah, so, yeah. Honey. probably so. Yeah. Just take hey. a trip out there with them
3: <laughs> Anyway, the second uh, 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 presentation, beginning about 1.30 uh, or so, is uh, Planning for Independence with Edible Native Plants. And hmm. that's by Rachel Sawinski. Did I get it? Oh, you got it. You got it enough to <laughs> satisfy me. Uh, of uh, Native Plant Society of Texas.
4: I just called her. Oh, she's been a. Yeah.
3: <laughs> she's been a long-time member of GVST. And. Uh, and a master gardener. Yeah, and a master gardener. Yeah. Did she? I see. So uh, she's going to be talking about some. Uh,
4: this is also a great planning independence with edible. The, the Monday event is also a great way to learn about the gardening volunteers of South Texas. Right, they'll have all their projects listed on a table there. You can kind of look at it and see what the, what they're looking for in terms of volunteer help. And uh, the, there's no uh, uh, c- credits or classes that you have to take to be a uh, a gardening Volunteer south texas but there are there are offerings a lot of offerings and, yeah. and they'll find a place you can have a lot of fun you can deal with other folks that have the same interests you do and you can get involved in projects that are significant in the community too and the, the class those classes are free uh but they
3: appreciate a five dollar donation and that goes to uh they have a little snacks I think a lot of people eat, eat their lunch over that's there. That's right. Oh, yeah. okay.
4: I was thinking oh, that's quite a little snap they've got.
3: <laughs> but uh, they have a lot of good food over there, too. Yeah. But anyway, that's tomorrow uh, beginning at noon at the San Antonio Botanical Garden, 3310 North New Braunfels. And uh, parking is free, of course. And uh, it's a, that's going to be a
2: good program. Cool. And that's for more information, you go to gardeningvolunteers.org. Right. Gardeningvolunteers.org. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867.
3: I want to encourage people not to look at the leaves that are falling off the trees. Okay. Just let them lay there. Grind them up with a lawnmower or something, because if you look at the leaves that are falling off, you'll be upset. Why is that? Because well, there may be fungus spots on them, and there may be galls on them, or structures that you don't identify with.
4: You got, and they'll have brown edges. Probably. Yeah, a lot of them will. But, yeah, but uh, and then the the strange thing is that you'll have some deciduous trees that look like it's not even fall right yeah they're just cruising along and <laughs> they dealt with this summer and the heat and of course usually that is the the soil if they've got the deeper soil that they're growing in or if they've got access to irrigation
3: yeah they and, do uh, well, our montezuma cypress here at the nursery yeah, is beginning to turn, to turn color uh, even though it's it's not a vivid color, uh, but uh, as Greg Grant uh, and I argued about, brown is a color. True. So I think my yard is colored up, Milton. My mm-hmm. grass is
2: colored. Yeah, just not the color you might yeah, want. Yeah, it's brown instead yeah. of green. If you
4: uh, are trying to make a decision on on fertilizing your lawn, both Jerry and I are come to the conclusion the if you got it if you've been able to irrigate and the lawn is green this is the time to fertilize get right. the winterizer fertilizer but if the lawn is brown the uh, the grass will have trouble utilizing that those nutrients so you you probably want to wait until spring May 1st or so to to fertilize uh, uh, because uh, th- we're talking about a winterizer fertilizer that's designed to give some winter hardiness and also right. to give a fast green up for the spring. But the uh, nothing happens if you put the fertilizer down and the plant is not able to take it up through uh, transpiration. And so yeah. you, know, you may as well just wait.
3: And uh, Milberger Winterizer lawn fertilizer is on sale now.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I guess this sale deal is good through Monday. Yeah, At least to
2: tomorrow. Yeah,
3: and they'll probably put it on uh, for next week too. And that, but say forty percent. Yeah, it's a, bag. a good,
4: And that, that fertilizer also is uh, is reasonable to use for your uh, winter vegetables and for your oh
2: wow cool yeah and your annual
4: flowers. So yeah, take advantage of that sale. That's a pretty. That's inexpensive. Uh, nitrogen source right
3: there. Yeah, it's a it's a uh rapid release fertilizer. 18-6-12. That's right. And like Calvin brought up there, uh you need to be fertilizing your uh flowering annuals during the winter and vegetables of course. That's that's taken for granted. But uh this is the fertilizer to do it. Now, if you uh if you want to fertilize, if you if you don't want to fertilize with a with a uh, manufactured manufactured uh, lawn fertilizer, uh, you they've got a, one called Nature's Creation Organic Potting Soil
4: Pot, not with mycorrhiza fungi. So, are you talking about the potting soil or the fertilizer? The potting soil. Potting soil. And, uh, yeah, usually, but you don't fertilize with potting soil. No, no, no.
3: And uh, you can, uh, you can put that on a uh, in an area, and it's a slow release uh, through the winter. Through the winter. Yep. And it's on sale too for 80, eighty-eight, eighty-eight. They they got the eight. All you have to remember is eight.
4: eight that's right. But that's potting soil. You wouldn't use that for a fertilizer.
3: No, but you 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 could use that to work into your, your conti- yes. into your containers or and, yeah that and and two inches soil. of
4: compost we talk about today.
3: yeah. And we got the bird feed.
4: But we do have uh, <laughs> organic
2: fertilizer here too. Yeah. If you, oh yeah, absolutely. Prefer. Yeah,
3: it's not. Yeah, it 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 was it on sale sale. for the
2: last couple of weeks. Yeah, and let's see. Some of the other things, ground covers are on sale in the 4-inch pot for $0.88 each. Uh, We also have a big sale on shade trees in the uh, 10, 15, and 30-gallon shade and ornamental trees. Uh, Plus, CPS customers can get a $50 CPS screen shade. A uh, tree rebate for each, plant, each tree planted, and you can get information online at com. It's really easy to comply and get your fifty dollars. Cool, to. and uh, they
3: they, uh, they will plant if you if you want to. Yeah, they'll offer that service
2: at a charge, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milburgers from am not
3: CPS. But when you're over, <laughs> when you're over in the Stone Oak area, uh, and you you might be a little you a little uh, older. You you don't need to buy uh, a big shade tree and try to plant it. Yeah. Because uh, and, and even Milberger do you use the jackhammers and things to get through that
2: rock and plant it, plant it right. And I think if they plant it, they also there's a guarantee that comes with it when yeah. they, when they plant it. So that's well, they're,
4: they're, they're, even if you just buy your trees from Millburger, there's a there's a guarantee, but if they, they plant it, the guarantee is is longer.
2: Yeah, no. Uh, they also have uh, foundation and landscape shrubs on sale, like uh, Texas sage, dwarf Pittosporum, waxleaf Ligustrum, dwarf Burford Holly, and dwarf yopon Holly, Japanese. The box great hollies. Yeah, and the three gallon container, just eleven eighty eight. The perennials, there. Are, uh, lots of folks have been coming in front of us. All the perennials in the oh, one gallon yeah. are right in front of the porch. And they've been buying all kinds of stuff, like Mexican petunia or plumbago, salvias, lantana. Uh, Calvin was helping a woman with uh, some choices today for salvia Gregae and stuff. And um, the milkweed, that that one butterfly is still there. Oh, two of them. There's two butterflies yeah. in the milkweed.
4: Well, most of our uh, f- uh, people out there, listeners, uh, have seen the monarchs. It's not too late to, gra- to get a couple of these... Uh, tropical milkweeds or the mist flower and uh, put them out there just set the containers out there they'll, they'll take advantage of uh, using the nectar and plant it when you get a chance uh, and the other butterflies that we have the queens yeah. and uh, yeah. giant swallowtails,
2: they'll all, they all love that uh, milkweed and it's $4.18 or 5 for $20 in the one gallon container. We're There's going to three butterflies break. over there, milk. Are there three of them? Three in monarchs in there. Oh wow. is our number. 210-308-8867. We'll get you caught up with the news, and then we'll come back and talk to you about gardening right after this. We're
0: back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer.
2: And Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, and we're ready to talk gardening with you. Just give us a call at 210-308-8867. Okay, it's kind of, it was sunny for a while, and now it's overcast again. It's interesting to watch the weather. It's breezy. Yeah, it is breezy. I wonder if maybe that little rain is coming in, because they said after 1 o'clock. Here, I'll see if I can find the forecast again. It's humid for sure. Yeah. Here's a seven-day forecast. Uh, Let's see. 20% of uh, in San Antonio, 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms after 1 o'clock. Partly sunny with a high near 89. That'll be nice. Uh, Tonight, uh, 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly after 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low around 69. Thirty percent chance of showers tomorrow before 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy through mid morning, then gradually clearing with a high near 80. Wow! <laughs> so it must be a little cool front, as you like to say.
3: So the the uh, highest percentage we got is 40 percent. Is the
2: 40, and that's going to be that's tonight, tonight yeah. and then on Thursday night we've also got another 40 percent chance of rain. Good. And Saturday for our big festivities here, the forecast calls is sunny, with a high near seventy degrees. Wow! That'd be wonderful. That's gonna be great. Yeah. Good timing. Perfect Good timing, timing. Yeah, on it's our gonna feel like uh, fall. festival. Yeah. Charles knows these things. <laughs> yeah. So, it,
3: it's always a heartbreaker when they schedule something and it uh, rain It's and, rainy. Yeah. Or, or something like that.
4: The. Uh, is yeah. that stocks or snapdragons on the bottom shelf there? I guess it's snapdragons. Yeah, I think it's snapdragons. Dwarf, maybe. Because I was over there looking for the stocks. I could.
3: Yeah, fragrance. they were over there.
4: I oh. got the fragrance and everything, but they didn't have the bright color like that.
3: Yeah. Anyway, well, I was talking earlier about uh, don't look at the leaves that fall off the tree. Yeah. And uh, one of the main things that causes people a lot of, a lot of anxious moments about is uh, they got a question in. My oak leaves have what I think you call, have called galls. Should I try to collect the leaves and discard them this fall, or can I leave them on the ground? What can I do to prevent them next spring? <laughs> Neil says uh, galls are the results of insects stinging the leaves and twigs and depositing their eggs. There's nothing you can do to prevent them. The only thing I've heard that uh, po- would possibly give you some control is the uh, use of dormant oil in the uh, in the spring. Uh, that's supposed to have to have to control that little mite, but that's you not got worth a, the effort. Yeah, yeah, if you got a great big tree, and they don't do that much harm, uh, and they're gone by now. I mean, uh, the 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 just, gall nest is not active uh, when the leaf falls off. But they're ugly <laughs> on the leaf.
4: <laughs> yeah, then that's why you don't look at them.
3: Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the uh there's really nothing you can nothing you should do to try to prevent them. And uh, the interesting thing is uh if you the kind of perplexes people uh, some some trees will have them in your in your yard, in your same yard. You'll have oaks, some oaks that have galls, have the little swelling on the bottom of the leaf. And some oaks right next to it won't have yeah. a gall.
4: Wow. Some years you'll have none. Yeah. Other years you'll have them. Yeah, really unpredictable.
2: So uh, That's got to drive people nuts. But yeah. I don't, I don't, don't think this ha- has been
4: a good, gu- a big gall year with that uh, hot summer we yeah, had. Yeah, probably have. That, that kind of put a lot of pressure on the wasps and other things that do the galls. The populations weren't very active. Didn't seem to be, anyway. Yeah.
3: And you have galls develop on, on uh, pecans, and uh, they have a gall, gall type of growth they call phylloxera gall.
4: Which is a, like an aphid.
3: An on the grapes.
4: Phylloxera, too, is on, aph- uh, is on pecans, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, because uh, I've see- yeah, mine, mine have phylloxera, but... A lot of pecans do now because nobody, (laughs) nobody in the city can spray or yeah, does spray does spray.
3: So uh, don't look at the leaves, okay? Just uh, best thing to do is just go over them with your lawnmower, and they
4: will decompose. Or yeah, Yeah. use them for mulch. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Or I'm I'm still have the dilemma where all my leaves they drop. And then they're gone. It disappear in a couple of
2: days. Meanwhile, your pesky neighbors don't take care of their leaves at all. <laughs> just I've to, noticed
3: uh, that, man. Yeah. How did you know that?
2: I just well, you told us before. <laughs>
3: and it's the same species of uh, leaf that I have. That's uh, just rude. That's just rude. It's weird. Uh, if you didn't, if you take the newspaper, uh, be sure to read uh, Calvin's column uh, in yesterday's uh, newsletter. Section B, it's got a real pretty picture of uh, stocks, and now's the time to uh, to start or to start thinking about stocks. I think last year we had them all the way through the winter. You remember they had those pretty stock baskets up there?
4: Yeah, but November 14th, the November 14th freeze, really kind of. Knocked the. Knocked them back. We, we didn't get the fall bloom from snapdragons, like we usually do, and the petunias were coming. Yeah. And it depended on the garden stocks. A lot of times, stocks will follow that same pattern, but uh, some of the things did fine through it.
3: Uh, yeah. The neat. The, the neat Yeah. The neat thing about uh, uh, buying them here at Millburns, uh, buying them in bloom. Course you get to enjoy the fragrance, but uh, you also get to pick the one with the most double flowers. This picture is a double flower. Oh wow! Uh, They have single flowers too. So uh, yeah, and the double flower is the best one to use in potpourri or uh,
4: bouquets
2: as cut flowers.
4: Yeah, they're nice. They do a nice cut flower. Uh, So
2: what does Calvin say about? where to plant them, how to take care of them, because I bought three. Really? Yeah, I bought three little guys. in Full the... sun. Okay. and. Uh, Did you get doubles?
3: I don't know. <laughs> uh, you just knew it had flowers. It had pretty flowers on it. There yeah. you go. Okay.
4: But it's full sun. Uh, prepare the soil, just like we do with the, gar- the vegetables. Uh, Ten cups of... Uh, Okay. Slow-release lawn fertilizer or winterizer will work too, uh, for every hundred square feet of bed, and and if gets if you got some compost or uh, mix that in there too.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
4: They do well in containers.
2: Yeah, we had them and in then, container last year, so I might try to container yeah, again. Yeah. Then, then osmocote. Osmoco, just mix That's it in fine. the soil, or just put it on top, or use yeah. copious amounts. And actually, you can do either e-
4: e- <laughs> either with, with osmocote. Yeah. Okay. Right.
3: A, lot of, a lot of people put
2: it on top
3: but okay. it's it's good to mix it in, but some people have had their containers full before they uh and have planted before they put the realize they need to use osmocone. oh okay,
2: so they put it on top yeah, yeah okay and
3: it will for people like you Milton, it'll last all through the winter.
2: Yeah, that's uh, good. automobile application will
3: last through the winter. I need that, so you don't have to worry about fertilizer.
4: Now uh, the full sun works fine. I think they they do real well even on mo- morning sun.
2: Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, that's really where they'll be. That's yeah. where I was going to put them. They get a nice uh, blast of sun until about one or so. And that's okay, good. I'll tell you how it goes. <laughs> we know how to grow more. In no. If if it don't grow, he knows. No,
4: something like that. That's not the right one. But we can also see the cyclamen over there for the shade and also pansies. uh, Milburgers has got lots of pansies available. Um, I can't
3: believe you're letting people get ahead of you planting cyclamen, cattle.
4: <laughs> I just I just uh, get used to planting them in <laughs> mid-November, and I just kind of stick yeah. them on guns. Yes. But I know there's lots of people, folks, lots of gardeners that
1: yeah, are
2: they're buying them up here. Them and how big do they get? If you and they don't want sun, right? They they prefer shade. Yeah, they don't do uh, they don't
4: do well at all in the sun, especially if it's a hot spell like these last two
2: yeah, days
4: would yeah. not be the great. Yeah, deep they do well in deep shade in fact.
2: Okay. Cool. Two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven two one oh three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh we got
3: some questions in from people uh now that the Prada Barbados has uh basically lost its bloom mm-hmm. and uh it's got seeds developing seed pods, which people in the neighborhood are helping themselves to, I imagine, because they were, they saw how beautiful your plant was. Yeah, so now they want to... So they want to grow it from seed. The most asked question we get from people from that uh, visit Mexico yeah. is that they... Uh, <laughs> They they want to grow seed of that uh, they call it Mexican flame tree or or just a beautiful blooming tree down in in South America and Mexico. And uh, first time I saw it, I did the same thing, uh, but it has to have a it has to be a tree before it blooms, and it's very very cold sensitive sensitive to cold weather but that didn't stop me from smuggling some seed back in we all have to go through that that
4: uh, deal but
3: yeah. uh, on the, uh, we, uh,
4: those, uh, the those are not the official words of the, yes, uh, <laughs> of the show the, or the, the opinion the, and the
2: actions yeah. <laughs> of the host to my left is purely his own and do not necessarily reflect those of Calvin and I or burgers, <laughs> Or anybody here at the nursery. You see people climbing oh, the, the wall. Or oh, the station, yes.
3: Those things are so beautiful. You can see them from the air when you're landing wow. at the airport. That's cool. Just solid red.
2: Beautiful red color. The bougainvilleas are still blooming. Yeah. The neighbor yeah. Uh, still has some. They're taller taller than their house. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah.
4: You just, It'll take a few below 40-degree days to, to knock them out. Yeah. No. But it's uh, funny, You, one day they all be blooming, and then two days later, not very many blooms left. Yeah. To no. Get to 40 degrees.
3: We have some questions in on plantanswers.com. One uh, question, uh, due to the drastic water restriction and extreme heat, my zoysia lawn, which is in direct sunlight almost all day, appears to be dead. What
4: uh, it's brown? What uh, severe water? Yeah, restrictions. I don't know. I was wondering that too. Yeah, because yeah, were we did not. Well, have, uh, we didn't have any restrictions. No,
3: there. we didn't have any.
4: Just uh, the normal ones, I guess. Yeah, below, normal ones. Before 11 a.m. and after yeah. 7 p.m.
2: Yeah. What is and what about, extreme heat? What about outside of Bear County or San Antonio? Did they have anything? I don't think so. I don't oh, wow. think so.
4: Yeah, usually they... San, San Antonio kind of takes the lead, but uh, huh. um, anyway, yeah. So, if but if, you know,
3: people had to water, or people have been watering because uh, of their high water bill. Extremely high water bills. They've had uh, saws on on the news for the last week, trying to explain why those
4: water bills are high. Oh, now, of course, zoysia grass. If especially if you got an established lawn that that that'll go dormant and uh, not co- not as quickly as Bermuda grass but it'll come back it'll come back greening up as soon as the, the uh, rain is available or you're able to start sprinkling again
3: yeah that's what Forrest recommend i recommend that you continue to lightly water it when allowed as i doubt that its underground rhizomes are completely dead Next spring, if you do not see new growth by early April, you should rake out as much of the dead material as you can. Then you can lightly till and, and lay sod, lay more sod. Yeah. Uh, the, I, th- I think when you did your, uh, when y'all did the uh, water studies on the grasses, the uh, turf grass people got upset when y'all did your evaluation. Because the Zoysia was brown. But uh, it came back later,
4: yeah. right? Yeah, that was. Every every one of the grasses actually came back, if it was on enough soil, if it was on the six inches of soil. Yeah. It all came back, but some of it was fast. Faster than others, yeah. yeah. And the real surprise was Floratam, the San Augustine grass, which came back faster than the Zoysia grass. But the uh, zoysia came back. Yeah, you, you, it's just not as. It was uh, almost a month after that, or yeah. longer. It's a slow. Yeah, zoysia grass is traditionally is slow to grow and slow to respond. Yeah, I guess it, it goes to, readily goes dormant though. It, dry, it dries out pretty quickly. Yeah, right. But uh, maybe
3: maybe it'll come back. I think it will. I hope my Floritam in the front yard
4: comes back. Yeah. But well, it's brown as it can be right now. Yeah, that's a little s- scarier. Well, Floritam is the least frightening, but a lot of the s- uh, San Augustines don't always come back. But the good news is San Augustine spreads so fast that all you got to have is a few few of the plants come back and it'll fill in. Yeah.
2: All right. Two one zero 308 8867 We're going to take a break. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Let's talk gardening with you right now at 210-308-8867 we've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Milburgers Landscape Nursery 1604 and Bull Forty Road give us a call 210-308-8867 back in a moment with Dr. Calvin Finch Dr. Jerry Parsons I'm Milton Glick and we're live at Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Forty Road on nine thirty a.m. the answer Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And if you've been at Millburgers these past few weekends, you've seen all the fun that people are having. They're going through the maze. They're jumping on the moon bounce. They're going into the boutique to get unique Halloween items. They're riding the terror train with the kids. They're taking pictures with the entire family, including the dogs, at Millburgers' photo set up by the pumpkin patch. Well, I want you to mark your calendars because October 26th and 27th is Milburger's big Halloween Halloween weekend celebration starting off with a blood drive that Saturday from ten until two thirty. Here's my suggestion: go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website, and make your reservation so you get in quicker and you're guaranteed a space. But come on out and give blood to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and then your neighbors. And both days that weekend, the 26th and 27th, enjoy all kinds of fun, including face painting, a balloon artist, roasted corn, virgin margaritas, Halloween treat bags, terror trains, and much, much more at Milberger's Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bulverde Road. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. The sun has popped out again. So it's <laughs> nice and bright here at Millburgers. And, One uh, of the
4: best shows, Milton, is when you see the uh, parents trying yeah, to uh, t- get t- the t- attention of the children and yeah. get them to the smile and yell at you and say,
7: we had, we had an
3: accident a while ago.
4: A uh, little girl was little running girl around. Fell down. Yeah. yeah, the one that the one that was uh, not cooperating with her mother <laughs> and got bro-
2: oh. oh, sure. Yeah. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty. I should have told her to bring popcorn. No, nah, it's okay. You <laughs> don't, You said you didn't want any. Well, be strong.
3: But anyway, anyway yeah. The what took me by that child hurting itself. Uh, uh hurting herself. I think it was. I think
2: she was okay. I think. She just yeah, she was okay.
3: Herself. But then the the parents or a person who was with her, got out the first aid kit. Mm-hmm. And she started screaming, "No, no!" <laughs> oh, you know <laughs> what the first aid kit? That's funny. <laughs> she didn't want treatment. Mother. Yeah. her she, yes, shatter. A,
4: a bruiser and a cut on her knee where she yeah. fell down. <laughs>
3: We got another question in. It says, I found two liquid soil acidifiers. One had 5% magne- magnesium, the other did not. Plus, one had 6% copper and five point five percent zinc versus <laughs> 12% copper and no, 0. 0.12. Versus 0.12 percent zinc. Which formula is more beneficial for plant health?
4: Whichever uh, was the uh, easiest <laughs> to apply and cheapest.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
4: let's see. What What was the
3: far? What, what was the
4: target? It was acidification. The target? Uh yeah. Yeah. So, the, so the zinc and all those things are just going yeah, kind of it incidental. Uh, Forrest answered, I
3: think that you would find that a good compost tilled into your soil would do more good than either. Good going, Forrest. I don't know what your soil is or what plants you want to grow there. Soil acidifiers do little. They do no good. To lower pH of alkaline soils, especially our alkaline soils, which are highly buffered, and plants that require acid soils are not going to be happy regardless of how much of the liquid you apply. That's, that's a Good gentle answer. way of putting no. it. Well,
4: hey, and we the, gotta, and we, the compost is, uh, is so beneficial for yeah. its uh, soil texture, and water holding, yeah, and right. all those other.
2: we got a guest up here. From Where? Troop 145. Here you go. Come on up a little closer, because so, this won't go that far. Yeah, he was holding a can out front. Oh, was he? I don't know what he was doing with that can. Let's find out what he was doing. So introduce yourself and tell us what you guys are doing here.
7: Uh, I'm selling Boy Scout popcorn. Okay. And well.
2: Why are awesome.
4: Why are you selling, Bob?
7: Um, to help raise a scholarship for me so I can go to college and so I can pay my way to scouting. Which I'm actually going to Sea Base uh, su- this summer.
2: What is Sea Base?
7: Sea Base is where we go on a boat for, it's not a boathouse, it's just a boat for uh, a week, five days, to go uh, swimming, snorkeling, and do fun activities there. Very and,
2: cool. And what river? I think it's the
7: sea. Uh, think- Florida Keys, I believe.
3: Oh, my goodness. That would be fun. Yeah. You, can Jerry go with you? Say <laughs> <laughs> again? <laughs> <laughs> can Jerry go with popcorn. you? I thought
2: he was going to talk about swimming in the Mississippi River or something. No. no. <laughs> so, so tell us what kind of popcorn you got. What's, what's the best seller?
7: Um, our best seller would probably be our classic caramel. Okay. Which it is $10, and it's our classic. It's been with us from the start.
2: Okay. And, um... Let's see what else. Uh... What was that? What was that uh,
3: bottle you were holding that day? Oh, uh, for charity.
7: It was our mi- military donations okay. that we we actually collect donations so we can send it overseas over air, seas over land to the military so we can help fund them with food.
3: You mean
2: the popcorn?
7: Yes. Oh. Okay. We buy popcorn and send them.
2: Oh, okay. That's a good deal. Very nice. All righty, so uh, tell us about Troop 145.
7: Uh, Troop 145, we actually have a lot of fun. We go on campouts every once a month, like most troops, and we try and do amazing things every once in a while. We actually, I believe, um, in January or February of early this year, we actually went to NASA.
2: Wow, yeah, that's pretty cool, yeah, and
7: we help we try and go we every always try and go on the river cleanups so we can help our local, yeah,
1: that's
4: okay. great, very cool well, that's uh how long are you gonna be here for selling popcorn? I'm yeah. um,
7: selling popcorn, I believe I would be here for about uh, maybe an hour or two,
2: okay. So uh, till about let's see, it's at 1:30 now. So till about three, that sound right? Yeah,
7: about three.
2: Okay, cool. And who should they ask for? Say again. Who should they ask for? So you introduce yourself one more time.
7: I am Zerna Michael from Troop 145.
2: All right, thanks, man. Thanks for coming by.
7: Welcome. Yeah. Good, Good luck.
2: Thank you. All right, 210-308-8867. Do you not at all, was he? What's that? No, not at all. No, that's what uh, scouts do for you. 210 308 8867, 210 308 8867. What else you uh, going on? Over?
3: Another question is we have two oak trees that died. It seems the squirrels would start chewing the bark off, leaving bare spots all over the tree. Mm-hmm. Once they did this, the tree would die. Oh lousy squirrels. I'm telling you,
4: you just I better
3: start know, eating them.
2: I know. I know. Just you're gonna mo- take the world.
4: Is there any more information on the
3: <laughs> trees? No, they were they were oak.
4: And we, uh, we don't know what their size or anything.
3: Yeah, did they know the tree was dying, or did they cause it to die? Forrest says, <laughs> I think the answer is neither. Uh, <laughs> that Forrest, he's a he? Uh, the squirrels were just looking for moisture and food, which they found in the bark and underlying tissue. My guess is the trees died because they didn't have enough moisture.
4: Yeah. That's a hard, hard... Uh, it can happen, but it's just yeah. unusual to to have a squirrel be the prime cause of a tree to die. Yeah. Now, I guess you could have, uh, well, fruit trees, I guess, of... Uh, you had, uh, well, rabbits. We don't have very many rabbits here, but, you, you know, they eat the bark on fruit trees. Yeah, you right? sure do. And yeah. uh, porcupines. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's I I just don't think of porcupines here, but we do have them.
3: <laughs> yeah, Dr. Laura Shreve, uh, who started the apple industry, uh, he used to cur- curse those uh, porcupines out in Uvalde
4: where he had his uh, little orchard out there. They come there and strip the bottom of the bark yeah. off. You it's even more heartbreaking, well, I would think the uh porcupines up north on those big pines and Yeah, right. Oh gosh, you know, they there they are, you know <laughs> cutting the cutting the vascular right, system off right. the whole thing.
3: I don't know if uh do they have porcupines in East Texas where all the pines are?
4: You know, I they must have some. Some. but uh, it was not, not real noticeable. I never, I don't remember ever seeing any when I was out I if, hunting. I wonder if Spider-Man uh, catches porcupines. Now we
3: need to get him on the air and find out. Okay. Uh. I bet he does. <laughs> you have to be very careful removing those from the trap, Milton. Yeah, that's what yeah. I
2: understand.
3: Yeah, would you rather remove a porcupine or a skunk? <laughs> The uh, we got another question. Will blue plumbago grow in the shade? Oh gosh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> plumbago will grow in light shade, but will not bloom as well as it does with more sunshine. However, it will bloom some in most locations.
4: Yeah, I think there's. I think it even does better though, like in morning sun. Yeah, uh, after the shade than, uh full sun.
3: Our bougainvilleas hummingbird friendly.
4: They're humming, yeah, they're hummingbird neutral. Yeah. <laughs> the,
3: hum- the bougainvillea will attract hummingbirds, whether or not they get much nectar from the tiny
4: flowers, I cannot say. Yeah, they generally they visit and then you don't see them around there, whereas if you got something like firebush, they're constantly yeah. around there. You, you know they're getting nectar from a firebush. <laughs>
3: Does leaving dead branches on live oaks do any harm other than possibly falling on someone's head? Uh, Other than what you have mentioned, it can also fall on and damage property, invite, and it will also invite wood-boring insects and possibly felicitate, uh, felicitate the spread of diseases. It's also unsightly, and the sooner removed, the quicker the healing of the wounding well, pruning
4: wound. Of course, if you're <laughs> if you're interested in attracting woodpeckers and uh, uh, insect-eating birds, yeah, it doesn't hurt to oh. leave a few.
2: So we're interested in low-flying birds and uh. insect-eating birds.
4: But uh, you know, if there's a, a threat to property and yeah, to uh, roofs and things like that then it generally but yeah but uh you know a hackberry in the corner of the yard or a mulberry with uh arizona ash even with uh branches that are half alive uh, really does attract a lot of woodpeckers.
2: all right 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 i thought i'd take a chance there to talk about some of the specials cool okay okay all right, fall garden mums are on special here at mill burgers just uh and they're in the six inch pot a wide variety of different shapes and sizes and colors they're pretty yeah and they just scream fall uh, six inch pot is regularly 399 now just 288 we saw some uh, people with uh, snapdragons in a four inch pot the snapdragons are on sale for just 98 cents each and you were talking about this and We've got how many rows? I think two or three rows of snapdragons in all different sizes. And, yeah, so, some cool selections so for rare, snapdragons.
4: Dwarf size and the medium size. Lots of different colors for sure.
2: Perennials in the uh, one gallon container. These are the the ones that kind of in front of us, in front of the two-story house here. Uh, pretty much the uh, milkweed is uh, uh, monarch-friendly. Uh, We we know that because we're watching it. Yeah, they'll never, they they never never leave. No, they. I think they don't like the people around them now. No, they're. they're, they're, It'll be funny when they when they leave. See how quickly they come back. Uh, They're four dollars and eighteen cents, or five for twenty dollars. Uh, landscape and foundation shrubs, including Japanese boxwood, dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, waxleaf ligustrum, variegated and dwarf Pittosporum, Texas sage, and red-tip patinias, on sale in the three-gallon container for $11.88. There's a, tree, a shade tree special at Millburgers, too. Save on all 10, 15, and 30-gallon shade and ornamental trees, 30% off, and uh, planting services is are available. Yeah. Uh, ground covers are on sale forty percent off. The four inch pot is just eighty-eight cents each, includes uh Asian jasmine, monkey grass, dwarf monkey grass, Aztec grass, Lyarope and uh, is it Lyrope or lyrope? Yeah. Okay. And, and more, eighty eight cents each. Uh we were talking about this earlier. Millburger's Winterizer Lawn Fertilizer, regularly twenty nine ninety nine. Forty-pound bag covers seventy-two hundred square feet. It's the 18, 6, 12. Is that the three-one-two? Yeah. Analysis is sixteen eighty-eight. Uh, that's uh, for a forty-pound bag. It's regularly twenty-nine ninety-nine. Nature's creation organic potting soil, with mycorrhizal fungi, is in the one-point-five cubic bag for eight eighty-eight. And Pennington's Pride Wild Bird Feed. It's on sale. The 30-pound bag is just $12.88. So lots of things on sale here at Millburgers. Lots of things going on. And as we take a break, we're going to tell you about those. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulverde Road. And if you've been at Millburgers these past few weekends, you've seen all the fun that people are having. They're going through the maze. They're jumping on the moon bounce. They're going into the boutique to get unique Halloween items. They're riding the terror train with the kids. They're taking pictures with the entire family, including the dogs, at Milburgers photo set up by the pumpkin patch. Well, I want you to mark your calendars because October 26th and 27th is Milburger's big Halloween weekend weekend celebration. Starting off with a blood drive that Saturday from 10 until 2.30. Here's my suggestion. Go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website and make your reservation so you get in quicker and you're guaranteed a space. But come on out and give blood to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and then your neighbors. And both days that weekend, the 26th and 27th, enjoy all kinds of fun, including face painting, a balloon artist, roasted corn, virgin margaritas, Halloween treat bags, terror trains, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604
0: on Bulverde Road. What is,
8: here it is. Here yeah, Value, right,
2: and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Again, don't forget... Uh, next Saturday also, besides all the fun activities, we've got the blood drive coming up um, to support the drive. Millburger will give you a $10 gift certificate to each person willing to donate. And uh, then uh, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has nice gifts for you, too, if you are able to donate. It's going to be from 10 to 2.30, and I encourage you to go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue website to learn more. Uh, and uh, you can also uh, make your reservations if you go there. Go to Nursery.com to learn more. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center to make a reservation. You don't need one, uh, but it'll help in terms of uh, making it. If you've got, like, I can only be there for so long, I got I want to do it, but I've got time constraints, this is a good way to do it.
4: Yeah, so, they, 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 they are faithful in terms of your appointment.
2: Yeah, that's right. Good way to put it.
3: I still think they need to hook up that compression pump, I was talking about. Uh, we'll probably have that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've
4: heard they'll do it if you'll serve as yeah, a, oh, a I'll serve as
3: a, a guinea the, pig. The guinea pig, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, then they can eat, uh, eat hot dogs and uh, yeah uh,
2: corn. The corn, hot dogs, virgin margaritas, margarita, Yeah, eggs. that
3: refreshes your blood, that hot dog. Is that corn. right?
2: Yeah. Cool. Well, there you go. And the hot dogs have been taste tested. Yeah. Trace was telling us about that. They well, have, they've been given the seal of approval by Millburgers.
3: What amazes me is how sweet that corn is. When it's
4: roasted? In, in October. Yeah. I guess. I don't know where it comes from. Well, Does the roasting make the sugar different? I remember in Minnesota, you know, like 60 years ago, if you, you got sweet corn and if you didn't use it... And, two or three days it oh was, yeah it was uh almost not worth eating now you can roast corn and, yeah and uh you got sweet corn in your refrigerator for two weeks <laughs> it still tastes good it's uh,
3: yeah it's, it's amazing what they've done with sweet
4: corn yeah that's plant breeding basically and well and i guess storage improves storage but mostly it's uh yeah the plants and uh,
3: Almost at any time of the year you can
4: have uh, sweet
3: corn fresh sweet corn. weather well, world economy. <laughs> uh, we want to mention the uh, gardening essentials class one more time before we leave. Uh-huh. That's going on tomorrow, beginning yep. at high noon, twelve o'clock uh, at the San Antonio Botanical Garden. And there's no, there's a guy taking a picture of the monarch out there. Look. Oh, cool. I wonder if he, if he whispered to that. I don't think he had to. He didn't, yeah, that's. He's using his uh, phone, well, think, cell phone. The, he
4: is his little dog is there. Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> the monarch is cooperating. Yeah, he's. he's that monarch is busy working at uh, milkweed. That's amazing to me how they're only on the milkweed, the tropical milkweed, and none of the other Yeah,
4: obviously what the, what the first choice is?
3: Yeah, it must be. Okay. And they keep keep going back and back and back. And when they, when they scare them away, they come
4: right out of the back. Now in my yard, I I, I would get the, I've got the zinnias that are are cho- chosen quite often and. The mist flower and the, the uh, tropical milkweed. Yeah. So those three, you could count on. Well, and uh, Paul's plant through the porterweed.
3: Yeah. Do you do you notice which one they're on the most
4: lately? Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think it's all three of those in terms of you know the square footage of uh, of the amount of blooms you have. Yeah. Zinnias are covered, uh, and the mist flower is covered weed, limited amount of blooms, but there's sure a lot of uh,
3: yeah
4: uh, butterflies on it.
3: These, on, on this uh, milkweed, that the monarchs, I mean, that's all that's on it is monarchs.
4: And I keep looking over there to see if they go over to the mistflower, but they don't, uh, at least uh, this weekend they haven't done it. Yeah. And then uh, a lot of times in the fall, the... Lantana becomes one of the right,
3: famous. right. They're not fooling with that today. Oh, hi.
4: Anyway, getting back
3: to the GVST meeting tomorrow at uh, nine, noon, San Antonio Botanical Garden Center, Center. San Antonio Garden Center, uh, at thirty-three ten North New Braunfels. That's over, over close to the where the old gate. To Fort Sam used to be, but uh, they closed it. But anyway, uh, free parking, and uh, they'll have the the uh, talk at uh, noon. Begins at noon is native plants and pollinators by Donald W. Tuff, Ph.D. Uh, he's re- Don's retired in 1998 as professor of biology from the Department of Biology at Texas State University, and he's going to be talking about uh, uh, native plants and pollinators and uh, also talk about maybe bring some information on the bees, bee problem. Uh, Then after he gets through about, uh, I guess it's 1.30, Uh, uh, planting for independence with edible native plant Uh, will be uh, presented by Rachel Sawinski uh, Native Plant Society of Texas and she's also a member of uh, GVST and uh, uh, she's going to be talking about uh, growing your own Food uh, <laughs> with uh, edible native plants. Very cool. Uh, uh, I wonder if she's been trained by Ewell Gibbons. I don't know. I don't know if Ewell is still with us anymore. He's not. Oh, okay. He died eating acres.
2: Oh. He's a uh, uh,
3: bark off the tree. He's compost.
2: Jerry <laughs> is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Jerry. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How you doing today?
8: I'm doing well. Thanks uh, for taking my call. I have uh, about 40 um, gold lantana in front of the house, uh, and it's been in about I think this is the fourth year. And in the past, it's always done great in the spring, and then we hit uh, July, August, uh, the blooms uh, kind of go away, and then it comes back. with a vengeance uh, September, October, it looks great again. This year, uh, it didn't come back at all, and. Uh, I don't know if it's a drought. You know, they, they tell you lantana's lantana is so tough uh, that they do better uh, uh, when you don't uh, use a whole lot of water on them. But uh, uh, this yep. year, uh, mine, mine were uh, really uh, kind of off schedule in what they've done the last three years. you know why?
3: Yeah. The, the plant uh, is still there, right? I mean, the oh,
8: green. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I I've got green uh, uh, plants. There's no they're bloom. All, they're all fine. combination. They, just, they didn't bloom.
4: Yeah. yeah, this blooms. It's a combination it? of, uh, yeah, of the. Uh, I just thought of the.
3: the, uh, the bugs.
4: Yeah, <laughs> what, what there, the the every year that the uh, lace bugs. Lace bugs. That's good. every year the lace That's bugs. Yeah, they that if, if you uh, if you wanted to block the if you wanted to eliminate the lace bugs if you. I think if you sprayed about uh, June one, with uh, maybe June one and July one, with any any anything would uh, or uh, spinosad or any of those yeah. would, would eliminate them. This year, though, the with the uh, hot dry weather we had, the, the plant just didn't have the. So far, has not had the the energy to come back and bloom, so I think it's a combination of those two. Yeah,
3: what is, what what Lantana do you have? Is it new gold?
8: uh, Small gold, uh, you know, they're supposed to be so hard. They've done great, this year is an anomaly, and I thought, well, maybe I didn't water them, and I know the commercial, when you go out and see the commercial uh, landscaping with the businesses and that, where they have the uh, sprinkler heads and they get plenty of water, they seem to have done done better, so I just thought, well, it's, uh, you know, the old
4: tale about that you don't have to worry about them and water them that much isn't true. Well, well they, that's yeah. true. Yeah, they'll, they'll respond to getting water, too. But uh, if you yeah if you put it on your calendar about June 1 to give them a spray with Spinosad and July 1 uh, then you should get a continuous that'll carry them over
8: well I know one uh, I think a couple of years back I went ahead and powdered them with a powder and uh, but I think that was a little bit earlier I think that I saw some uh, some bugs on them and that probably this was probably was the end of May or something and, and did that but uh, you say it's better to go ahead and maybe and spray them uh, June, July and that'll maybe carry them through
4: well I think so I, 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 it has worked
3: it works for a lot of folks. Yeah, a lot of people use a uh, systemic uh, insecticide uh, like uh, the, the bear product, like the right. aspirin bear product. Right, you and that gives that. you a little
4: longer residual. Even yeah. asafate works.
3: Okay, yeah.
8: what about watering? Uh, you know, it, I don't. It, it, it. You know, as I don't think in you or, have or to. July and August. Uh, I just thought it was because once you hit September, though we haven't had the rain this year that we normally have in yeah. the fall, but um, you know.
4: Well, if you if you give them a one, even a once a month, deep watering that that'll really that adds to the bloom too. Yeah.
8: That adds to it. Okay, once a month. Okay, okay. Well, listen. Thanks so much. Just you know, you know, if it's good, if it's rainy.
4: A rainy summer, you don't have to do any. But they'll survive and they'll bloom without any uh, supplemental irrigation.
3: Yeah, new new gold should bloom all summer long. Well, so if you don't yeah. if you don't have if you don't have bloom, you either have have been damaged by lace bugs, or like I said, they they got extremely too dry.
8: Okay, uh, okay. We got right. it? Well, something something happened this year because they didn't bounce back. and uh, So I'll just wait and cut them back next spring and uh, go ahead and get them ready, and, and I'll certainly do that. I, I'm, I'm getting to think, since I didn't put any type of insecticide on them at all, uh, that, that may have been it.
2: Okay. Uh, Thanks, uh, Jerry. You're, you're fine.
8: fine. Thank you very much. You have a great Sunday. You bet.
2: Bye. You Thanks too. Bye, bye. Dave is on the line. Well, we were 210- talking
4: to to Jerry. The uh, monarch was over here on the Lantana. Oh,
2: cool. Well, we got a monarch question for you, Calvin 210-308-8867. Dave is on the line. Hey there, Dave. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How's it going? Huh?
9: Pretty good. Pretty good. I just wanted to point out about the monarchs the uh, the native uh, the native milkweed, the antelope horn, and the tropical milkweed. This milkweed is the only plant that the uh, larvae of the, uh, of the monarch can eat. And that's why you'll see a lot of them, because we don't have hardly any of the antelope horn, the native milkweed. And uh, so, so they're laying eggs, because that's the only uh, plant that the larvae can eat.
4: Yeah, but they're so, not laying eggs necessarily in the fall here. They lay eggs in the oh, spring when already, they come we've through. Already,
9: we've already, found some. We've already.
4: Uh, uh, now I are you, eggs. now you. They can be laying some eggs, but are you sure they're not queens? No, no, no. You we know, know the You difference. know, can you tell the difference between the queen and the
9: monarchs? Yeah, yeah. My wife's been. Uh, uh, we've we've raised uh, hundreds of uh, monarchs, yeah. and we know the difference. But uh-huh. uh, the point is that the the milkweed is the only plant. That uh, the 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 larvae can eat the the leaf of true. So that's that's why they're concentrating but, on that tropical because we don't have any of the antelope corn around right now. It's been too but, dry. Uh,
4: yeah, but the, you know they're concentrating. Uh, that's one of their favorite nectar plants too. But they also yeah,
9: but they they have they eat nectar uh, of uh, all the various plants. But the only place they that they, they can uh, put their eggs. To so where the eggs survive is if they if they lay those eggs on the uh, milkweed.
4: We agree. Hmm. There just aren't. Oh. You know, we, we the expectation is that we won't get a lot of egg laying in the fall right. here because because uh, you know, generally that generation from the north is going to go mm-hmm. all the way to the uh, to their wintering grounds. But exactly. uh, yeah, so it's, we've already harvested cool.
9: some of the some of
2: the uh, Monarch uh, eggs, but they didn't survive, so. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks cool. for the info. Thanks, man. Yeah. All right. That'll free up a line. We've just got about a minute and a half left. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, the number to call to get in on the show. Oof. All right.
3: I haven't seen those Monarch land eggs over there. Have you met them? No. I don't know, can
4: you see it when they lay the eggs? yeah, you can. I mean they're pretty pretty obvious. I haven't seen any in my place, or uh, uh none of none of my neighbors have reported that they're laying eggs, so when do they breed? Well, they breed the the last time they had was up there the the northern at the northern oh, end. okay and then that generation generally comes all the way down but here in the south when they come in the spring okay they'll take advantage of the, the Debris? breed yeah and then that's generation you know then that's like five generations to get all okay. the way north okay
2: that was interesting we didn't get into it cuz I, I didn't know how much time we had but he said he sounded like he he was raising them
4: uh, there, there are a folks, folks the, people that yeah a lot of initiatives and they're folks that are making money off of uh, Oh, how interesting. Raising,
2: okay, um, can you get an uh, exemption for an egg exemption for monarch <laughs> I don't know about that,
4: but okay. you got uh, you got uh, advertisements. If you go on the web, and okay. the Internet, you'll, you'll find
3: It there, there. there used to be a lady in the uh, dining uh Jaeger, the name was Jaeger. Yeah. And she raised butterflies to sell. Oh yeah, they know they say weddings and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like weddings and stuff like that. And she would always show up my, at my presentations and give me hell when I recommended BT. That was oh. BT just came on the market. So I I told her that, uh, <laughs> those those caterpillars better not be eating my vegetable plants or they're gonna
2: get a stomach full of bt all right we got to say goodbye for today <laughs> on that note uh, thanks to al doing a great job thanks to you for listening come on out to Millburgers. we'll see you next week